you know, hopefully there, there are some aspects of your life that are going well. And if you can just focus on those instead of comparing yourself to others on social media, I feel like you'll be grateful for what you have and you'll be able to go on there and, you know, take it for what it's worth, take it for face value and not, not get sucked in and not compare yourself because, you know, you don't need to be the perfect mother all the time making the most perfect meals in yeah. everybody's wearing white and like, you know, <laughs> stage photos or like a business owner who's doing it all. Like you can just be you. You don't yeah. need to have all of these other things and you're on your own journey. And that's, yeah. I feel like that's an important thing to remember. Hi guys, I'm your host, Megan Van Diepender, and this is the Empowerhood Podcast. I am so happy to have you here. You know, motherhood is hard, and we are going to talk about all of the hard things that just are not talked about enough. So buckle up and enjoy this episode. All right. So hi, Jess. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This is fun. I've yeah. actually never done a podcast before. No, you haven't? That's your first one? No, I've done like plenty of like Facebook and Instagram lives and LinkedIn lives. So yeah, I guess a little bit, but not like an official podcast. Yeah. You seem like a pro already, so you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone out there listening today, we have Jessica Lang here, and she's going to tell us a little bit about her motherhood journey, and we are also going to talk social media. Jessica owns a social media managing company, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about the effects it has on women, um, moms, and just how we can best manage it. So Jess, why don't you start off and tell us a little bit about you? Who is Jess? Sure. So I live in Saratoga, which is like, I would say 40 minutes north of Albany, New York. And I've lived here for a while now. I grew up in the Del Mar area in Seattle, actually Seattle, Washington as well. Um, But I live in Saratoga now and I love it here. I've wanted to live in Saratoga for so long. And I was just saying to somebody the other day, I was walking through and I was thinking to myself, like, if I was just visiting this area for the very first time. I would think it was like the most picturesque, like beautiful little village, small city. And, but it's hard to see that when you like live somewhere and you're there every day, you just kind of get used to it. But I feel like it's such a beautiful area and it has so much to offer. So I'm so happy to be here. Um, I have a two and a half year old. His name is James. Um, I am married to my husband, Doug. We were high school sweethearts. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. With a little bit of a break in between, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a long time, so. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It was, it was for the best. Um, and then our dog Lila, who's eight and, um, yeah, I have a business like you mentioned, which I know we're going to talk more about social language consulting and, um, yeah, I just love, I love being outside. I love cooking. I just started the sourdough starter journey, which I think I you saw. I saw that. Amazing. Yeah, you're making <laughs> bread. <laughs> making bread. No yeast added. A real sourdough starter. And wow. It's so fun. It's just such a nice thing to do that's like brings you back. And I know we're going to talk more about it, but like completely takes you off of like social media. Yes. And like you have yes. to focus on exactly what you're doing. So it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you're right. I mean, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. And I feel like you're just the marketing manager to like the social media manager to talk about it because I feel like your your business model, which I know we're going to get into, is just so authentic and real. And it's not um, like normal social media stuff I see. Um, and I love it. And that's why I asked you to come on. And I just, I love that you take breaks as well, even though that's what you do for work. Um, Mm -hmm. so where do you want to start? Do you want to start with your motherhood journey? Talk about James a little bit and how it got, how you got to where you are today? Sure. All right, go for it. Yeah. So he is, he'll be, well, he's like basically two and a half, I guess December is officially two and a half, but, um, he so far we only have um one child it's probably going to stay that way um <laughs> we have a we have a dog child and two cats as well but um yeah he's he's a he's wonderful like he is truly the best and i do feel like i love him more and more every single day yeah. um i would say like the newborn stage was really <laughs> it was really hard it's hard by itself but then when you have a business that you're running it's mm-hmm. it's all the more challenging so that was definitely a very hard period of time, but I really love 
like two is hard, but I really love it. I like yeah. like the, the toddler age. Um, he's his own little person now and he can, he communicates with us very well. And he's just so excited to do everything and anything. So he's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a great little boy and it's, it's definitely challenging sometimes running your own business and being the person that has to do pretty much everything all the time. Um, while also having a toddler, but you know, there's definitely, it's, there's benefits and there's drawbacks, Mm -hmm. you know, I make my own schedule. So if I need to do something with him or my husband has to be somewhere, you know, I can rearrange my schedule and make sure that I get my work done and then I'm not working for the afternoon or something. But usually like when I take those bigger breaks, then the work has to be made up at some point. So sometimes I find myself working at night or, yeah. In every little moment that I can. So it definitely has its challenges, but overall I'm very grateful that I have the job that I do have, um, which allows me to be with him a lot more than I think I normally would have been had I had like a traditional right. nine to five job. So I am grateful for that, even though it's, sometimes it's a little hard. It is hard. I mean, it's, it's so great because you can be so flexible, but at the same time, all the pressure is on you to perform because it's your business um so I mean I totally understand that you definitely have to find those like boundaries and um really productivity hours you know to really get in that like good work and be able to show up for your kid you know when they get off the bus or whatnot yeah yeah Yeah. it's hard but good like there's pros and cons right about everything (laughs) yes yeah the productivity thing like that is I am so much more productive now than I was before I had him. Mm-hmm. Um, like that when I have the work hours that I have, like I know I have, I don't know, some days I work more than others, but if I know I have like four solid hours with no meetings and I can do like yep. super focused work, I, like I put all distractions away. Mm-hmm. I try to get as much as I can done in those, in those set hours. That way yep. when I'm with him, I can be more focused because yeah. – there's nothing that like stresses me out more than knowing like people are trying to contact me and I'm trying to get work done while I'm with him. I, I hate right. that. Right. So. And then you can't be present. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's That's never like a good thing. I wake yeah. up super early, you know, before my child to get yeah. – that's when I feel like I focus the best and get, you yeah. know, like a lot of the creative work done and whatnot. Um, yeah. and pe- like a friend texted me. She's like, why are you up so early? I'm like, this is when I get my most of my work done so I can stop at 2 o'clock and then spend the rest of the afternoon, you know, with my child. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you do what works for you, right? Right. And I'm sure it will that. change as he gets older too. You know, I, I was just saying to somebody the other day, I'm like, I thought as my daughter got older because she's eight, it would get easier. And it's actually like, it's not harder. Well, it's easier in some ways, but it's busier because now they have like yeah. sports and activities and play dates and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I wish like I wasn't that busy. <laughs> it's like something oh, yeah. every single day. Somebody else was just saying that to me too. They're like a friend. They have, I think they have, they, she has two kids that are, I think around the same age as yours. And she was saying like, it's not, it's not that it gets easier. It's just like different and it's, there's more things going on. So yes, yes. yes you may, they may be more independent, but like you still, you're still there. so like, busy, right? It's like a different yeah. type of busy. Like with two, yeah. you're busy because you have to watch them and chase them and, you know, follow yes. them around and whatnot. And then when they get older, it's like, yeah, they're independent, but then yeah. they have all this other stuff that they have to go to, whether it's like school stuff or sports and yeah. Exactly. yeah. I mean, it's really fun. It's just like, I'm yeah. like, how am I more busy now than when she was like a baby? But <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It is fun though. So yeah. did you own your business before you had James? Yes. So okay. I've owned, yeah, I've owned this business for, I think it's like seven years now. Oh, wow. And I worked for um, a bigger, like a, in a corporate role um, full time. Like, and I think I left in, oh my God, I don't remember the exact year now. I should have looked it up, but I worked full time and in, in a marketing department And I started adding my own clients on as I was still working that Mm -hmm. full-time job, which they were kind of aware of that as well. And slowly but surely, I started gaining more traction and getting more clients. And I got to the point where I was comfortable enough to leave that full-time job and go out on my own. Amazing. Yeah. And so I think that was like six or seven years ago. Wow. Um, And so I've been doing that ever since. And a lot has changed. Like, Well, yeah, I was going to ask you – 
So you had your business before you had James. So what changed after you had James? Obviously, like your hours and that type of stuff. Yeah. But like what changed for you, like your business model, I guess, and like your values? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so many different things. Um, and I was thinking about this earlier, but just in all different ways, it's it's completely different. Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is that before I had him, I was kind of like a yes woman. I would do mm-hmm. everything and anything for my clients and the people that I worked with, even if it was like completely outside of the bounds of our contract or what we agreed, the work that we agreed upon, I would still do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I still do that to some extent. Like I still like to be somebody <clears throat> that goes above and beyond, but yeah, I was like, it was like everything, <laughs> um, right. going into every event and saying yes to everything. And now, um, there just isn't time for that. And like, I've yeah. realized that what I bring to my work and what I bring to my clients is I put in a lot of effort. Like I truly care about their, their work and their Mm -hmm. business. And I, I think of it as my own and like I'm representing them. And so I want it to be, you know, of a certain level. So I still, you know, give that level, but I don't say yes to everything anymore. And I, I realized how much time I did put in. And so now I, I, I charge more, um, because I real I realized how actually how much time I was putting in now that I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, I try to charge appropriately now. Um, and I, and I, I make sure that I'm really first and foremost getting the work done that I need to be doing since my time is completely, you know, my day is structured differently now. Right. And, uh, you know, I just, I, the priorities are different. I don't say yes to everything anymore. Um, and I've also come to a place now with him where it's like, before I had him, I would work six days a week, some days, sometimes seven days a week, just because wow. that's really when I was really getting things going. And I just wanted to take on more and more work and more clients and, and really build, build all of that. And now I don't do that at all anymore. Um, because I realized like before it felt like the most important thing in the world and now it is not. Right. And I right. just kind of had a new perspective where it is, it's just a small, it's just a job at the end of the day. It's like, Mm-hmm. I care about it and I care about the people I work with and I love, I do genuinely love what I do, yeah. but it's not everything. And yeah. it, it doesn't necessarily need to be what I thought it would be at the very beginning. It's, it's definitely changed and for the better in like all the ways. Um, yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Th- I mean, that's great. I, and it is funny how you evolve like that after becoming a parent where it's just like, all right, there's something bigger than my yeah. work even though it's still a passion it's still a purpose and you know a creative yeah. outlet and whatnot but yeah of course your family comes first how yeah. has your view of social media changed like after becoming a parent because I know you do take regular like breaks from social media and obviously like you must have to be on it way more um yeah, yeah than you know the regular well maybe not I don't know some people spend a lot of time on there um <laughs> but like how do you how do you handle it like does it affect your mental health or like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm on it a lot, obviously, cause I have to be, um, but I, there are like things that I have in place so that I'm not actually on the platforms all the time. You know, I use scheduling tools for yep. clients. So everything's like strategic and planned in advance and goes out at certain times, like automatically posts on platforms. So I don't have to be constantly like right. posting on the fly, but sometimes it happens because sometimes people need the things to go out at a certain point or yep. whatever engagement. So it's definitely hard. Um, I think like the main thing since having James is like there are set times where I know I need to be on my phone and doing things for clients. But when I'm with him, I, I mean, I can see it like firsthand. If I have to pick it up and answer an email or somebody calls me or I'm on posting something for somebody, he is aware of it and he knows. And um, so I really try not to do that at all yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, I have to like put that boundary up. So like if um, – before, kind of back to what I was saying, before I had him, I would be on a lot more than I am now for clients. And okay. I would be answering DMs at all times of the day, doing engagement, posting stories seven days a week, just doing like nonstop. And it, it really wears on you. Yeah. And so now with him, I just don't do that. I really try to stick to like business hours, Monday through Friday. Yep. If I need to quickly do something on a Saturday, I'll do it. Um, but I'm not like do answering all the DMs on Saturday and Sunday or reposting things constantly 
just because I can't for like my own mental health and my family. And like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and if somebody needs somebody who's like constantly on there, you know, if you need, if you're a business who constantly needs somebody monitoring Instagram 24 hours a day, that's not going to be me. Right. (laughs) So, and I am like totally fine with that now. And like, yeah wants that and that I'm not doing it for them, I'm like, you can go find something. Yep. Else. But I love yeah. that you stick to that, that that's your value, that's your boundary within your business. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so there's like some pretty shocking statistics like from social media and like the effect that it does have on our mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you built your business model, did you build it around that and kind of like put it out there like, okay, I'm not going to be on this 24-7 for you? Or like you shouldn't either type of thing. Like this is this is good enough. This will help your business. Like how did you go about that? Yeah, I would say no, not in the beginning. That is, I didn't have to think about that at all. This was also like seven years ago. Right. So it was start, like it was getting more, people were getting more aware of like the challenges and like the impact on mental health and honestly on like your physical health if you're like sitting there all day. On true, true. A little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. But um it has evolved. So now, I mean, I would say when I started, I was like all the time, I'll do whatever you need. I don't care. Yeah. And now it's completely evolved so that I, you know, I've set those boundaries just for my own, for my own sanity, mm-hmm. my own mental health. Um, and I've tried to make that, you know, make my clients, make people I'm I potentially work with in the future, just the general community aware that I'm not going to be somebody who's on it 24 hours a day because I can't. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that's necessary either. Like, yeah, it could help. Like, sure. It could help, but I'm not going to like. Well, at what cost, right? Like at what cost? Like I was actually writing my newsletter this week and I um, was doing some research on social media and whatnot because I knew we had this interview and I was like, I found this article where it was about influencers and how some of them had literally had to step away because they they were like dying inside pretty much. Um, and it was just taking over their life. Their health was suffering, all these things. And it was like, you know, I th- feel like a lot of people are like, well, they're making a lot of money. It doesn't matter. But it's like if they feel that way, then think about us who are on there not making money and just like I wasting know. our time and our health, you know, our, you know, mental sanity and whatnot. But it had a cool thing where it was like a doctor came on and said that you know the reason we get so addicted to it it's like an instant dopamine hit right when you go on there and it's just like a cycle so like we get stressed out we get burned out we immediately pick up our phone because it's an instant hit where we don't even have to do anything you know you don't have to go for a run you don't have to go for a walk you literally can just pick up your phone see someone liked something or even just see something that like maybe made you happy on your 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 feed and then you're happy again but it's so fleeting that you mm-hmm. have to continue that and that is where we get stuck, you know, in that scroll yeah. and then hours have gone by. Um, you know, I know there are limits that you can put on your phone. I have one on mine. I know for Instagram. Okay. That's really the only platform I really use. I am on Facebook, but Instagram is definitely like my weakness. I don't know which one, which one is it for you? Uh, Instagram. That's Instagram. just what most of my clients like hire right. me slash us for. So right. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't even – I don't even mess with TikTok. I hire people to do TikTok. I don't even have it. T- I don't know how to use TikTok. I mean, I'm like not the best with technology, but I mean, I can use inter- Instagram fine. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah. have a TikTok or anything. And, and I don't I don't want to spend any more time than I have I to like on there. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what would you suggest like to help people control that cycle? Like limits? Yeah. Like the limits I mean the limits help I have that too it's like pops up and it's like you have five minutes left or whatever like accept it or like bypass it which sometimes I end up doing which I don't like but like um I feel like that's a good a good little hack just so you're like at least it's like oh I've been on this like a ton of time yeah um I need to get off of it I think also like if you feel like at the end of the day or in the middle of the day you want to get on Instagram and look at content, you know, like you were saying for that dopamine hit, if it's like, I feel like telling people just not to do it isn't, it's not going right. to happen. People yeah. are still going to do it. Yeah. So if you can like set a timer on your phone, like mm-hmm. 15 minutes, okay, I'm going to do this for 15 minutes. I'm going to look at whatever I want to look at, respond to people's DMs. I'm going to look at some of the, my favorite people that I follow and look at their stories from the day or, or content that they posted. And when that 15 minutes is up, 20 minutes, 10, 
whatever you want to do. I'm going to put the phone down and I'm going to do something else. Yeah. You don't give yourself like that time limit. You'll just, like you said, you get like sucked in for like an hour or two and it's like, whoa, I just did literally nothing for two hours. And like, maybe I learned something from reels, but chances are I just compared myself to other people and maybe bought some crap that I didn't need. (laughs) Well, there is like, I mean, I do think I I definitely have like a love-hate relationship with Instagram, right? Because it's like there is so much bad to it, but there's also so much good. Like I never would have met you without Instagram. And there is some great knowledge out there. And I mean, that's what I try to do on mine. I'm like, I'm not here to become an influencer. I'm not here to get a million followers. I'm just here to give people some free resources to hopefully help them. But obviously not Mm -hmm. everyone does that. And, you know, you do get sucked in. And then, yeah, like you said, there's – major cons where you're losing a ton of time that you could be doing something else. I mean, a lot of times when I get clients to onboard with me, I have them do like a time journal and, and you you know, looking where that social media is because it's like, oh, I don't have time to work out. Well, let's take a closer look and see because again, I find myself doing it. I'm not like making judgment. I get caught up in this cycle as well. Um, yeah. And I love how you say on your website that to do like mindful scrolling. And I've been trying to like, you know, before I even go on Instagram, I'm like, all right, should I be doing this right now? Do I have something else that I should be doing instead of going on? Because it's so hard once you get on there to not scroll for a bit. Do you find that or is it just me? No. Oh yeah. No, for sure. Like, it's just like, and I feel like it's like kind of like an automatic thing now, like that we all do. Um, yeah, you just, I mean, I do it too. You just get on and then you just keep like looking through and looking through. And Mm -hmm. like, if you don't have something else that you're going to be doing or a call you're going to get on or another task or I don't know anything else, like it's easy to just keep going and going and going and you get sucked in. And it's like, I feel like it's like you said, some of it can be helpful like if if you really curate who you're following yep I feel like that helps for people especially women to like make sure you're following people that it's actually like informative helpful information or your friends that you you really want to like see what they're doing yeah Um, because if you're following a bunch of like I don't know every business under the sun or um you know, a ton of influencers or people that you just don't like, like, yeah, it, it can get like really negative and really dark for some people. And so, you know, in, in one way, like it's the algorithm and social media has a mind of its own. And, you know, it's hard to like break out of it. But in yeah. another way, it's yeah. like you do have free will and you can, you can, right. you can follow who you want to follow and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's a great point. Cause I mean, if someone's not bringing you joy, you know, and when you see what they're posting and it's yeah. bringing you down, then you should just unfollow them. And yes. that's, that should be like simple, no matter who they are, whether there's a celebrity or, you know, an influencer or whatever. Um, I've definitely done that. And I feel like I do that every couple months and I, I feel like I'm due for a clean out of, cause it, like sometimes it's just like too much effort. You know, you're like scrolling yeah. and you're like, Oh God, why am I following them? But yeah, I need to Takes go in. Time. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, it's not going to offend them, right? They're not even going to know. Just unfollow if it's not bringing you something. Because like you said, like the comparison game, this is where all this like negativity comes in. And, you know, I, I find it so weird because like I will compare myself to someone that I could literally care less about and I don't even want to be, but I'm like, okay, I'm not doing enough or, you know, maybe I don't do enough with my kid or I don't get dressed up enough or like you start thinking these things and you all of a sudden have so much doubt in your life. And this is just, remember when social media didn't exist and you didn't even think this like at all? You didn't know what somebody else was wearing. Right. Like I don't even wear makeup like that. Like why would I want to look like that? You know, that's not me, but it still like gets in your mind. And you know, what do they say? Like comparison is the stealer of joy or something like that. And, um, I really believe that, um, because like someone was saying, they're like, I felt amazing. I was like on top of the world. My business was thriving, thriving, all these things. And I went on social media and I instantly doubted myself. And yeah. like, that's like how quick it can happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's really real. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like that's a huge thing. And um, I don't, I, I don't know what like a better word is, but I was going to say, I feel like I'm in like a unique position because I've. I work with and have worked with so many different people in so many different businesses. Mm-hmm. 
um, that I have gotten like a look into like what is like the real behind the scenes. Mm. Like I really know what has come before that post or what's really happening with that story or um, even just as like not even working in what I work with, just like being aware like what people are posting is I want to say like a hundred percent, it's a hundred percent, never the full story. So if you can like go on and, you know, Instagram or, or TikTok or whatever platform that you you choose to look at and go in with that perspective and know Mm -hmm. like what people are putting up is not the full story. So it's not worth comparing myself to them because you have no idea what happened before that photo, what happened before it. You have no idea what's going on in their life. Like just because they look really great in a photo doesn't mean that they're not like drowning in debt or really unhealthy or they had a massive fight with their spouse right before they posted that photo or their business. They make it look like their business is really great, but it's actually not if you were to look at the numbers or um, anything along those lines. Or even like when it comes to like comparing, because I know a lot, especially a lot of young girls compare themselves to what people look like on social media and Instagram and and Mm -hmm. TikTok. And it's like, you don't know what they would look like without that filter, without those eyelashes, without that tan, without those extensions. Like you have, there are so many different layers and things that are going on behind the scenes that you have no idea about. And so comparing yourself to what somebody else is doing is just such a, it's such a waste of time and it's worth it because you have no idea their life could be in such shambles and you could be in such a better position yeah and you wouldn't know it from like that one little story or glimpse and so I try to to keep that in mind because I know I wouldn't want to trade my life for anybody's and even if it's like they're doing so much better you have no idea like what else is going on that could be so much worse yeah, I love that perspective because you're so right. I mean, you don't know what's going on. And even if their life is amazing, like a lot of times, like it could take years to get to that. And look, maybe exactly. you should look more like at your life and what you want instead of like, I want that other life. Um, exactly. Everybody's it is so hard though. Right. It's just like that – That instance, it's really you got to train your brain, right? It's like just yeah. being like mindful of all your emotions and whatnot. You really just have to be so mindful of what you're thinking and how you're talking to yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you find you're like on there and I mean, I'm not perfect. It happens to me too. Like, and if you find that you're, you're on there and you're like really starting to compare yourself mm-hmm. or, or think you need to buy that what somebody else has, just like, if you can be aware of it and be like, okay, this is not productive. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Like helps. Yeah. 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 And I feel like days that I have that are just like not great mental health days, I'm like, I'm not going on social media because I automatically know that it's just I'm not going to be able to think correctly with being on social media on those days. So yeah, I would just avoid it in that aspect. But yeah, the whole young girls thing is very, very scary. I know you have a son. I obviously have a daughter and um I don't even – I mean, I told her she's not getting a phone until she's 18. Clearly, that's probably not, like, realistic. I like but it, though. <laughs> she told someone the other day, so I'm like, all right, well, she heard me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't really know how to go about social media because it is, like – that was some of the statistics that I read that was just, like, insane, um, just about depression, suicidal thoughts, and young girls. Um, yeah. Basically, since the iPhone was created, um, and then yeah. I think Instagram came out in 2010. But yeah, like it has jumped, I wrote it down, like 63% of like oh. depression rates have jumped since then. And um, a lot of it is young adults, not just girls, but a lot of it is girls and young adults. Yeah. Um, because I mean, I've I talked about mental health in a different episode and it was uh, the woman on there, her daughter had been bullied on Instagram yeah. and she was saying like these kids are on there and I think she was 13 at the time, um, but they, their brains aren't even developed, right? So no. like they are yeah. on here trying to deal with like adult issues and like not something that a child should be really, you know, trying to take in and understand. It's just not meant for their brains. Um, you know, as adults, it's even hard, right? We're talking here how we're like, we get depressed when we're like comparing someone, but it's like, think of a child being on there and seeing all this stuff. That's just like, it's, it's really sad. And I don't really know how to, to change that. And obviously you can't keep kids off that forever. Um, so who knows what's going to happen in the future, but hopefully some different settings or something can come up. I mean, even for a boy too, it's like, you know, 
what do we want them looking at? You know, what's realistic? Like even like I was watching a commercial during the football game the other day and it was like AI and like how they, um, this guy was jumping in the air, but he used AI to make it look like he was jumping like 10 feet higher, right? And like even like, it's it's not real though, right? But like some boy or girl is going to see that and be like, wow, maybe I can jump 20 feet in the air because they don't know that it was fake. Isn't that so disturbing? I mean, same thing, like they were like changing their faces too with. um, Oh, yeah. That's happened. I've been seeing that a lot on Instagram. Like, um, well, those AI photos you see, like the that you see, like when everybody would like the pro the fo- the high school photos or something. Oh yes, that is creepy. That is straight yeah, creepy. Yeah, like it's not helpful, and it, like it, it. I don't. I don't know. It's just like, and it's mainly for like younger people who see that. Like they can't. They may not really get it. They may mm-hmm. not grasp that that's not real, and like yeah. that is so damaging to their brains as they're forming and you know how they think about themselves and the relationship they have with themselves and I know I'm the same way I would prefer he like never be on social media because I feel like it's not until I feel like it's like more beneficial than it is negative and I don't know if that would ever happen yeah well I mean like like we said as like adults Obviously, you can meet people that you probably would never meet, you know, and connect with people all over the world, which is really cool. And you can get a lot more information, you know, on the internet than ever before. Um, You know, when I was a kid, I didn't have that. Um, But yeah, I mean, the damaging effect of just like having these unrealistic expectations to look like something that was, you know, altered with technology, it just, it's like, a constant fight to get to something that you're never going to reach. So I don't really know right. how that works, um, you know, for children right. or adults, really, because it's like, yeah. what do we – we don't know if stuff is, you know, altered with AI or whatever. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to navigate that part. And I think that's just going to get worse because AI is, like, kind of new. So it's like – It's just revving up. Right. <laughs> but that commercial, we saw it a couple times and my daughter's watching it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. I know. I feel like it's got to come back to like, if this is the world they're growing up with, growing up in, you can't like, like you were saying, you can't shield them from it forever, mm-hmm. but it's going to be like more important than ever for parents to have like really good, open and honest communication with their kids about like, okay, like if you're going to be on social media, we have to like, we have to talk about it. And we, you need to know that like what you see on there is pretty much never the full story. And if right. you see somebody who looks perfect or their face looks in quotes, perfect, like that may not even be them. Like that may not even be them with AI and Facetune and yeah. all these filters and things enhancements people can do. Like, you know, just having communication and talking with kids yeah. and making sure yeah. that you know, I know they're not going to always grasp all of it, but at least to have those conversations and, you know, make sure that they know that, you know, comparing themselves is, you know, not, not the answer and, you know, what they're comparing themselves to may not even be real. It may not even be attainable and what they're comparing themselves to that person may not even look like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's huge. I think that's, I mean, that's really all we can do, right? Because the only thing we can do is start with ourselves and at home. So yes. it's like we have to set that example and explain to them, even if they are on social media, like this is not real. Most of it's an advertisement. Yeah. Most of it is fake. Um, yeah. You know, this person probably doesn't look like that or this situation might not be like that. And I guess yeah. my next question would be like, how can we show up on Instagram to make a difference to change all of this? Like I know on your website, it's like, you know, stop with the filters, you know, put out real helpful content, like that type of stuff. Like, is that what you would yeah. suggest? Yeah, I would say like that's a start for sure. Like when we're going on Instagram and we're going on social media, like I feel like if we want, it's so cliche, but like if we really do want to see a change and and people are fed up with what it's become, like it has to start with you then. Like Mm -hmm. you can't be using the filters. I mean, you can. I don't want to tell anybody that they can't do something, but like you have to realize if you're going to be doing that, like that's feeding into the problem. So if you really don't want to be a part of the problem, like I feel like dropping the filters, not using any like face enhancing filters. There's some like crazy things. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely guilty of using the filters, but some of them, it's like it gives me eyelashes and stuff. I was like, what in the world? I know. (laughs) This is crazy. Yeah, it is. And like, I feel like if it can start with us and we can like, you know, I don't take a stand or something and just not do that and 
speak like honestly on social media and maybe you know if we can spend even spending sometimes i think spending less time on it makes mm-hmm. a big big huge bigger impact than anything because if we're not constantly on it then it's you know it's not going to get as big and as powerful as it as it may be yeah. so if we can yeah. spend like less time on it try to fill our days and our time with other things that are I don't want to say productive because it's not like all about being productive, but right. like yeah. things that add value to your life that aren't online. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's helpful because if you can spend a little bit less time on it, you can be a little more mindful of when you are on it mm-hmm. and the content mm-hmm. you're sharing. I feel like that could make a big difference. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the more you're on it, the more you can get sucked in and the more you can feed into all of that and, you know, compare yourselves to others. And I said, like, buy things that like, maybe you don't even need, right? which is a whole other thing. But like, you know, make sure you're following like people that really, that you really like, and, and you're aware that, you know, what they're sharing is great. And maybe it's an informative and helpful information, but it's not everything. And it's just like, a fun little thing to do a fun thing to see and follow the businesses that you really like what they're doing, you know, yeah. Things that are important to you, their values align with yours and instead of just following like everybody under the sun. Right. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, so if people so people out there with small businesses like us, like how how much time do you think you need to be on there to be relevant and like for Instagram yeah. to notice you? Yeah, it's like it's such it's like such a messed up thing because, you know, if, and I've noticed it with myself, like not going on my own businesses page, mm-hmm. um, or if I like take a break on a Sunday or something, or if I'm on vacation or something and I'm not yeah. on pages as much as I normally am, you could see the engagement drop. Like you, okay. it's, it's real. Like you can see, like, you know, if you're, if you don't post for a little while and then maybe you come back to it and you start posting again, like you don't get as much engagement as maybe you were mm-hmm. because you're just not in the algorithm as much. But, but, um, you know, if you were to like pick some, some magical number, I would say like just a few times, if you have a business, Mm -hmm. like a few times a week, maybe three times a week, and you're focusing that content on being like really high quality content instead of quantity, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the way to go. And then you can spend maybe like put the timer on or spend like 10 minutes a day on, you don't, and you don't have to do it every day either. Like, 10 minutes a day, like going in, maybe putting up a few stories, engaging with a few posts, responding to people's messages, and then you put it away. Um, But I think it's important for people who own a business to realize that while it can feel like since social media is so popular, it's like, it's still like the new marketing tool. It's yeah, everybody is on it. Everybody feels like they know (laughs) how to do it. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't do it for a living, it can feel like having an Instagram page and having a million followers is your only marketing strategy. And right. like it, it never should be your only marketing strategy. Right. Yeah. So you shouldn't feel like you need to be on there all the time for your business to survive. And if you feel that way, then you need to like, look at, okay, how else am I marketing my, my business? Am I, do I have a podcast? Do I, yeah. am I a podcast guest on other ones? Am I, networking and I going to uh, like in-person events like those are so powerful relationships are so much more powerful than social media right am I do I have a really great website have I optimized my website to people to find me on there yeah am I doing any kind of other advertising am I doing PR like if you feel like you need to be constantly on Instagram for your business to survive and grow then it's just it's not going to, it's not going to, it's, yeah. you're never going to realize your full potential of your business if you're a hundred percent reliant on social media. Right. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, I took a business course, you know, when I start, started getting into coaching and, um, she was, I mean, the, the woman's incredible and she was like, absolutely do not rely on any social media. It's great. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good tool, but that yes. could disappear in any day. So like, yeah. she, I mean, she talked mostly about like having an email list, um, yeah. you know, and really building that. And that could be in any of those things that you just said too, um, whether you're like yeah. meeting people at networking events or that type of stuff. Um, but yeah, she, I mean, and she's right. Like I remember one day I was like a couple, maybe it was last year or two years ago, but Instagram shut down. I can't remember mm-hmm. what happened, but like people were like losing their minds. And I was just, I like, I'm just like, well, I mean, it's actually kind of nice. We don't have to do anything for two days. Um, awesome. I can't. So, Post that content. Right. 
<laughs> but people were like really, really freaking out, especially those people that really depend you know, on Instagram yeah. that have, you know, 5,000 or up followers and, you know, get a lot of their clients from there. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think it, like, like I said, I think it's a great tool. And I've said this a couple times this episode, I have met people that I never, ever would have gotten in touch yeah. with without social media. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, yeah. I think it really is just like taking all that we've talked about today and putting it into action to, you know, show up on there as authentic and who we really are to kind of start to change that and to manage our time on there because I mean especially as moms we have better things that we could be doing and this is like you don't have to have a job you could be a stay-at-home mom you know you could be doing whatever we have better things and like our kids are only going to be little once you know I try to never be on social media in front of my daughter even though she knows about it which freaks me out and I don't know why these eight-year-olds are talking about social media at school but It freaks me out. But I try not to be like ever scrolling in front of her, you know, nothing like that. Um, And just really be be present in our lives and appreciate them for what they are, right? Because you said you would never, ever give your life up for something else, right? So like while we're on there comparing, we got to bring ourselves back to, all right, we have everything, you know, we have everything that we need right here. And, you know, you wouldn't want to trade that for the world, whether it's like someone else having a bigger house than you, you better make up whatever it is. Like you got to be grateful for what you have. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I feel like and it's like a word that gets thrown around a lot, but it's so true. Like if you are grateful for what you have, Mm -hmm. like suddenly your life seems so amazing. Like just look at what's going on around the world right now. Like, right. How lucky are we that like we're safe and we're in a house with a roof and we have food and like our children are, you know, healthy and we're healthy and like that is literally all that matters. So comparing yourself to somebody else is, it's just, it's hard, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I 100% agree. And I feel like, you know, if we keep that in mind, maybe it would help us, you know, when we do go on there and. Yeah, because I, I do think it is – it's hard for a lot of women. I mean, I've heard from numerous moms being like, I had to get off social media because of my mental health. And I, I do think it's because of that comparison comparison aspect of it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think these are all great tools to kind of go ahead with because, like you said, you don't want to, like, cut it out totally because even, right. like, you know, stay-at-home moms can find groups on there and, you know, you know people living yeah. in a new state can find new people, new friends and, like, that type of thing. Um, there's so much good to it. I think we just yeah. have to use it in a more positive way. Yeah. yeah. I found it really helpful actually when I first had James um, as a new mom, I found there was like actually a lot of camaraderie and like positivity and like actually helpful information. And even if it wasn't anything people were like educating me on, it was just nice to see whether it was a friend or someone I like kind of knew or an influencer, somebody who was like going through it at the same time I was going through it and they had a night where they weren't sleeping or something where they had an issue with nursing or whatever it is. Like it was nice to see you weren't alone. So Mm -hmm. I do feel like it was actually, it was really helpful at that time too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I try to provide, you know, just be that light, you know, when you're scrolling, like breastfeeding in the middle of the night, it's like, all right, I can try this or, you know, I'm, I'm a runner and I've actually found great information on running, you know, through Instagram and found other people. Again, you kind of have to check yourself and be like, all right, that that's not my story. You know, my story is me and this is where I'm started. But again, it's like great information that I would have to probably search the internet for a while, you know, to find, um, But I do think it's a great community. And I moved here a little over a year ago. And, you know, being able to meet so many people in the Capital Region quickly was really all a lot Instagram. So, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like you've lived here forever now with everybody. You know, know, when I saw Catherine on Friday, she's like, you're everywhere. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. You are. (laughs) I'm trying to get myself out there, you know. And like you said, like community and just like connections and relationships is really where it's at. Not just for your business, but just to like really just thrive as a person and just have those people, you know, to help support you. Yeah. So find your people on social media. For sure. Forget everyone else. Yeah. (laughs) Forget everyone else. Forget real people. No, no, it's good. Um, So, I mean, advice to women out there today, to moms starting out, what do you think? Like for social media, timer? What's the number one? I feel like the number one thing is just to shift your perspective and know that like what you're seeing on there isn't always the full story. 
and not even with like a negative connotation like maybe somebody else really really does have it going on and they're doing great and that's awesome but like so do you and your life is you know hopefully there there are some aspects of your life that are going well and if you can just focus on those instead of comparing yourself to others on social media i feel like you'll be grateful for what you have and you'll be able to go on there and you know take it for what it's worth take it for face value and not not get sucked in and not compare yourself because you know you don't need to be the perfect mother all the time making the most perfect meals in yeah. everybody's wearing white and like you know <laughs> stage photos or like a business owner who's doing it all like you can just be you you don't yeah. need to have all of these other things and you're on your own journey and that's yeah. I feel like that's an important thing to remember yeah for sure yeah and and seek out those accounts that will give you something right that will give yeah. you some knowledge or support or whatever you need in that time or season in your life and I mm -hmm. also think like I came across like at certain points in my life especially when my daughter was little that I would find myself like being like, well, we need to go do something so I can take pictures to put on Instagram. Did you? Yeah. Did you come so like I was like yeah. whenever I caught myself doing that, I was like, nope, time for a social media break because this is yeah. not – I'm not living my life to show up on social media and put it out there for other people to see. I want to live my life because yes. I want to enjoy it and I want to be there and, you know, enjoy my family and, you know, the beautiful life that we have. So, you know, mm -hmm. just stop doing social media to put pictures out there use it for what it is yeah. like use it for the good tools and like you know a positive perspective meeting people all the incredible knowledge that's out there you know take advantage of that instead of you know trying to always just be putting content out and trying to be relevant <clears throat> on there yes yes yeah. I totally agree and I can relate to that yeah <laughs> did you have you ever caught yourself doing that I used to do that like a few years ago. I, I yeah. felt like since I owned a social media agency, I needed to also be an influencer. Yeah. So, so I would be like doing that and posting these like, I don't want to say dumb, but like photos I would have never normally taken on my own, my personal page because I felt like I needed to be an influencer, even though they're completely different things. Like right. I don't need to be, <laughs> I don't need to have millions of followers in order to have a successful social media business. Yes. So once I realized that, I was like, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. This is dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I felt the same way. I was like, no, yeah. I need all these followers. I need people to notice me and like all this stuff. And I'm like, hold on a second. Like, all right, I need to get back to me in my life because something's missing yeah. here that, you know, I'm trying to put out there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But again, we have all the tools we need here, right? And we can figure it out. But yeah, that's a good yeah. catch though. When you start seeing yourself being like, I need to go do something so I can take a picture or, you know, I need to do this, this, and this. It's like, wait a second. What? Like what? Don't Am even I bring your phone. People? Don't even bring your phone. Just go have fun and yeah, enjoy your life. And live, actually live. Right. Right. Yeah. Instead of trying to take pictures all the time. I mean, I do love yes. pictures too. Obviously you want memories, but not yeah. for social media purposes. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you see your business, you know, five to 10 years from now, Jess? Um, I mean, I really try to take it day by day. Um, <laughs> just cause like this has changed so much even over the last few years. Um, I do this thing like at the beginning of every year, like on New Year's instead of resolutions, I have like this little leather journal and I like write down everything that I like want to happen in the next year or just yeah. in the future. Um, and I recently looked back cause, and then I'll shut it and I won't look at it for a really long time. Okay. And I recently looked back at it and like almost everything I had written down has happened. Wow. And I know that's not just like magic. It's like, you know, you take actions and you do things that kind of like put you in a forward motion to getting to those things. Yeah. Um, but it was never, it's never like a direct path or it's never like, oh, here's this thing. It was like a million other things came before it. Yeah. So I try to do that and I try to like, you know, and I know manifestation is like, it's not magic. Like there's things that happen in order for things to be manifested. But so I like to do that and kind yeah. of like a year or two in advance. But I don't know, in five to 10 years, I would love to, I think I'd like to be maybe a little bit of a bigger agency. I don't even know if I want to call it an agency, but more of like a marketing partner and mm -hmm. join forces with, um, 
you know, another expert and, you know, maybe hire somebody else and additional support. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty happy where I am right yeah. now. I feel like I never, you know, college me or high school me would have never thought I'd have my own business. I was yeah, very quiet and insecure and never thought that I was like a smart person. So it's, it's just being where I am now is, is more than enough, but you know, who knows what the future holds. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's amazing how far you've come then. And I'm so yeah. happy you're here. <laughs> yeah, I am too. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of incredible what happens when you do open your own business and become an entrepreneur because, you know, you see so much more in yourself than you ever did before and just what you're capable yeah. of. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I would have never thought yeah. I could do this. Yeah. I, n- I never thought I could do either. My husband was like, you have to do this. Like that he was like kind of the, the pusher and the supporter that I needed because I didn't feel, you know, confident enough in myself to do it. And yeah. but like once you get started, you do – you build that confidence, right? And it's like yes. now you're like, wow, I can do – I can learn or do anything. So it's yes. pretty incredible. It's like the sky's the limit. So I understand yeah. when you're saying like I can't – I don't know like when you're happy now. But I do believe in visualization and manifestation. So I think that's that's great. And it's really cool that you can look back and, you know, see know. how far you've come. Yeah, I like it. It's a fun thing to do. I feel like I just like blow it with resolutions. So that's like my thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just don't I, I hate the thought that, you know, everyone kind of gets rid of their resolutions, you know, within like a month. Yeah. I think it's like I don't even know the percentage, but a lot of people just stop after like yeah. a month to six weeks. So I, I think that's right. I mean, more just like goals, right? It's not a resolution. It's like, what do I want to accomplish this year? What do I want yes. to do and write it down in detail and, you know, see what happens. I mean, you yes. obviously have to work. You can't just like sit on your butt. It's no, like, I, I know, I know. <laughs> ideas are nothing, right? Without you know action. Action. Um, yes. But you got to put them out there first, right? You can't just keep them inside. And yeah, right. I think that's no huge. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, I can't believe we're coming up on another new year too. It's crazy. Less than two months now. I know. Wow, it's crazy. It does go by faster when you have kids. Yes. Yes, it definitely does. The weeks just like fly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jess, thank you so much for being here. I think this is just like such solid information and I know it's going to help so many people. Oh, good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I didn't lose my voice. Yay. Oh, you sound the same. You didn't have to interview yourself. (laughs) That's the awkward conversation between me, myself, and I. (laughs) (laughs) You would have done great. I know you would have. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon. You have a great day. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Empowerhood is brought to you by Flourish Everyday Coaching. Check them out in the link below. And again, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. If you could take 60 seconds of your time and leave us an Apple review, this helps share the news about this podcast and help women all over the world. If you want to see the video version of this podcast, you can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. Thank you so much. And we'll see you at the next episode.